is Tyreek Hill right about Tua Tungavailoa being more accurate than Patrick Mahomes? Baker Mayfield, Carolina bound, and Odell Beckham Jr. is still available. We got some dark horses, not named the Rams, that could swoop in and land OBJ. You are locked on NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Hi again, everyone, and welcome in to Locked On NFL, a Wednesday edition. He's Tony Wiggins. I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. We're going to dive into Tua Tungavailoa's comments, uh, or, or Tyreek Hill's comments about Tua Tungavailoa in just one second. But first, today's show brought to you by Blue Nile. If you're looking something special for her, make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On NFL listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code Locked On at checkout today. And Tony, uh, it's kind of wild what Tyreek Hill said, at least on the surface. And I'm sure a lot of people rolled their eyes when uh, they heard it. And I'm going to read the exact quote here. Uh, Tyreek Hill saying, obviously, I'm going to go with 15, referring to Patrick Mahomes as the strongest arm. But as far as accuracy wise, I'm going with Tua all day. Is Tyreek Hill right to do this wrong to do this what was your reaction when you saw this news he he's caught more balls from either one of those guys than i could ever imagine catching so i'll give him credit for having an opinion and having the experience with both guys to be able to make that that statement but what i to to say that to a tag over lower is better in any shape, matter, or form than uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to make people look at you like something's wrong with you. Like, did you bump your head today or something? So mm-hmm. I, I think there's probably some context to what he's saying. Maybe the ball is easier to catch because it's not coming at you as hard. Maybe um, maybe it's right where it's supposed to be because yeah. uh, Tua has to throw it with a little bit more anticipation whereas Patrick Mahomes can kind of wait and do things above or beyond the X's and O's. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what the hell Tyree is talking about when you're comparing those two guys. But here's what – you asked this question, was he right to say it? Absolutely not, because I think what he's done now is put even more pressure on his quarterback, even if he was just trying to show confidence in him. I think now people people are like, okay, let me see. And now everybody's going to remind him and Tua every time Tua has a bad game or every time – you see Mahomes throw for six touchdowns. People are going to be like, can Tua do that? So I think in trying to make him more confident, he may have actually set him up for failure. I think that's a good point. And this is what Tyreek Hill's doing, because was he right to do it? In a way, and, and here's my logic. If you dated this supermodel, right? Or, mm-hmm. you know, you're married to, married to your wife. You call her supermodel. I'm not trying to get you in trouble, right? But my point is, let's play the hypothetical game. If you mm-hmm. dated this supermodel and you're Brad Pitt and you've dated her for months and months and months and it's like, man, you, you're Brad Pitt and you outkicked your coverage and then you go to, ah, you guys break up 
And part of why they break up is because I, I think Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are like, yeah, I think we're okay without Tyreek if we can get a bunch for him. And you go and, and you're not with a supermodel anymore. Mm-hmm. She might be attractive. She might be okay. She might have some good qualities. But then you pick out the one thing. Man, she's a way better cook. She's a way better. First off, Tua isn't more accurate. Um, but let's just pretend he was. Well, the arm strength matters, like you mentioned. All mm-hmm. of these other things matter. So Tyreek wasn't necessarily saying that Tua is better than Mahomes. And I think what he was doing was trying, to your point, to hype this kid up a bit. Because Tua was supposed to be the star quarterback who, man, when you talk about Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence as quarterback prospects, it's Tua Tungavailoa, not Justin Herbert. Right. Not Justin Herbert. And guess what's happened? Everyone looks at Tua Tungavailoa. Are we sure he's better than Jordan Love? Are, right. are we sure? Like, it, it's gone the other way. And so what I think Tyreek Hill was doing is – Basically saying, hey, babe, I know I used to date a supermodel, but I love you more. And right. <laughs> it's good, I guess. Like, I see the logic. I just don't necessarily think it's going to work because usually if you're a quarterback and you need to be told I love you more than my ex, that's uh, you need to have your own confidence. You need, you need to have your own skill set for that to work, if that makes sense. So you go from dating a swimsuit model or an IG model and your new girlfriend just happens to be a very good diesel mechanic. And and you can just Come then – No, listen, and now you can – you know, she gets all greasy. She comes home. She takes a oh. shower. She cleans up real well. And, and now you go, man, I save a whole lot more money on my truck these days than I did when I was – because she can do all the labor for free. I think that's where, you, where you're going here. She can just like – you don't have to go and pay somebody else to fix your car now. Yeah, (laughs) honestly, I I think he was just trying to hype him up because this idea, like, it just doesn't, it doesn't work because it would be like, it'd be like a a, a failed model versus a supermodel. Right. If Brady, if if Brady and Giselle break up and Brady ends up with a model who didn't end up actually becoming a model and is, you know, miss runner-up of Montana 10 years ago. Well, that's a big step down. Sorry to miss Montana runner-up 10 years ago. Right. And so that's the point. And, and nothing Tyreek Hill says is going to change that. And and so it, it's, it's quite interesting. I see the logic, and I like the strategy. I also think it's wrong, but mm-hmm. it did get him some pub for his new podcast because all these athletes have podcasts now. So. On a serious note, Gardner Minshew, if you look at his statistics, completes like a very high percentage of his passes. Has very has a real good touchdown to interception ratio. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the passes that he doesn't complete. Well, people will tell you that even the passes over twenty yards, he's very accurate. If you watch the games though, and you watch the receivers and watch their body language, the ball kind of hangs in the air, and they get smacked around when they're going across the middle. Offensive mm-hmm. coordinators also know that there are passes that you can't ask him to throw. The the stuff down the field, the stuff on the deep outs. Um, that's just not what he's going to do. So the percentage is skewed a little bit. And I think with Tyreek Hill and his speed, he's going to learn real quick that where you could not outrun Patrick Mahomes' throws, just keep going. You can outrun Tua. Yes. You can outrun Tua. And that ball's going to hang in the air a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get and you and you might get smacked going across the, the, the middle trying to eat up some of that real estate. 
Uh, whereas with Mahomes, you could catch that thing, he could put it in there, he could squeak, throw a strawberry through a locomotive, and he'll get it in, and with 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 you having time enough to turn around and absorb that hit. So uh, sometimes accuracy can be misleading in, in terms of mm-hmm. statistics, and I think in this case it could probably be misleading in terms of his explanation as to why he even said that in the first place. Yeah, re- reassuring your partner with about something like that referring to your ex just doesn't necessarily go well just don't even bring it up no just don't even bring it up talk about the present don't worry about the past and and i think that's i think that's the slippery slope that tyreek hill went down they call that baggage in relationships baggage that's baggage if you if you move on to if you moved on why even bring the other person up Mm -hmm. that's just that's just the way it goes and i agree with you yep up next we'll dive into baker mayfield should the Carolina Panthers trade for Baker, Baker, touchdown maker. We'll see coming up next. But first, a word from BlueNile.com. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. You know who needs to go to BlueNile.com, Tony? Tyreek Hill to get some, <laughs> something for Tua Tungavailoa to make Tua forget that Tyreek was catching passes from Patrick Mahomes for all those years. So make that moment sparkle or any moment sparkle right now with BlueNile.com. And Locked On NFL listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes includes engagement. So if you're about to get engaged, go to BlueNile.com. And it's going to show up in a discreet package that isn't going to give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find forever peace at BlueNile.com today. Promo code Locked On. No doubt about it. And I want to let you know about the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft, which starts June 16th. With over 50 insiders, nothing equals the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft. The Locked On NBA Big Board Draft Experts plus the Odyssey Insiders. First pick is June 16th. Search Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and follow now so you don't miss a peek. Let's dive into this Baker Mayfield topic because, Tony, uh, Baker Mayfield is still out there. And there's a report I know Jonathan Jones of CBS Sports reported that the Panthers still interested in potentially trading for Mayfield. Uh, another report surfaced that it's about the money. And obviously he's set to make over $18 million guaranteed. Mm. If the Browns pay most of that, the Panthers willing to potentially trade for Mayfield. Honestly, if I'm Cleveland, if I could get a, I'd say a sixth, a fifth or a sixth round pick, and you you take care of, I don't know, two-thirds of that, the contract. I would do that because you clearly don't want Baker Mayfield around. He's not at the minicamp. You, you, you clearly have moved on with Deshaun Watson, regardless if he gets suspended or not. And so to me, get rid of this distraction at least, even if you have to eat some of that money in a significant chunk of that money, like I said, two-thirds, and you get a day three draft pick, I think I would do it. On the flip side, and this is where Carolina can really thrive, if you can get Baker Mayfield for nothing, for uh, $5 million, basically, um, you know, if you do the two-thirds argument, $6 million bucks of that $18 million, and a fifth or a sixth-round pick, hell, what if it's a conditional fourth? I think that that's a steal, considering he should be healthy and was the former number one overall pick for a reason. If you recall, I think Houston gave away a second-round pick for somebody to take Brock Osweiler. I might be wrong about that. 
but I do believe that they paid Houston some, did. They Houston paid, paid the Browns. Paid they the Browns. Paid the Browns to to take him. Now I I, I think the Browns ate the entire uh, bit of the money. So I think in this case you're right. I think you know I don't. I'd be I'd be curious as to wonder what what they would want. If you if you if I'm Cleveland, I say we'll send you a second to eat it all. I wonder if Carolina would do that because Carolina actually traded away a bunch of picks the last couple of years. They traded Jacksonville a third round pick for C.J. Henderson, who ain't, who ain't worked out for them. So the thing with me is I wonder if they could give them a pick to take the entire thing, or if they're not cash strapped which they probably won't be because they're not paying Deshaun Watson very much this year, then negotiate, hey, you can take a piece of it and then just, you know, we'll send you a little bit less than that. It's interesting to me what Robbie Anderson wants to do, though. Doesn't he still play for Carolina? And then he said he didn't want any parts of Baker Mayfield on that team. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, it's also something that Dave Tepper has to wonder what's going to happen because depending on – what they have to pay and what they have to give up. I mean, he just went filed for bankruptcy for a facility that they were building. And I'm just wondering if this is Matt rules last year, if they don't win, how could you justify making two consecutive trades for one Sam Darnold guy who was a top four pick and then Baker, who was the number one pick and then still be in the hunt or the market for another quarterback. I don't know if he'll let, uh, Matt Rule make a move that could possibly help Rule but not help him enough for the team to be any good and then come 2023 they're still looking for another QB yeah and so that's the thing are you tanking or are you not are you mm-hmm. trying to win if you're trying to win I think Baker Mayfield's better than Sam Darnold call me crazy I, I think he is I think he's better than what you have there um, when when all things are equal of course that said you don't want to have two, and they do have $25 million in cap space, but do you really want to pay Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield $18 million? Like, it's the same fifth-year option. Like, that's they're in the same draft class. That's a brutal, brutal thing to have to do. So uh, I get that aspect, and that's why if I'm Cleveland, I'm saying, okay, what do we have to pay? Because you're you got to pay him. You, if you cut him, you're paying him. It's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And – you send them to the NFC. You get them the hell out of the AFC North. Who knows? Do the Steelers, are they interested in Baker Mayfield if he gets cut? I, I think Baker be. Mayfield would have plenty of suitors if he was cut. So if you're the, the Browns, you want to try to control his destination. Do you really want to hold on to him going into the season? Just have the, having this guy around? Like I know he's not around necessarily, but just on the roster, I would get rid of the distraction. But I'm an aggressive guy. I would like get, you know, get it done now rather than wait for what, an injury to see if someone might be willing to give you a, a a decent draft pick for Baker Mayfield? So I'm wondering if there's any offset language in this deal, whereas if they cut him outright, he's he still guaranteed the money, but if he signs somewhere else for a million dollars, is the $1 million savings worth it? Or do you go ahead and make the call to Carolina? Carolina says, okay, give us a second-round pick and eat $10 million of his salary, and we'll t- pay the I wouldn't do that. Million. And then Carolina can just cut him and say – we just spent $10 million and bought a second-round pick in 2023 in a draft that's heavy at the top with quarterbacks. Sure, and I, I get that logic. Baker Mayfield is not Brock Osweiler. Let's not go crazy now. Right. Let's not let's, – and I think Brock had two years left on his deal, and, you know, mm-hmm. he was taller than both of us combined. You know, this dude was like 6'7 and got every pass batted down at the line of scrimmage. I, Baker's 
on a whole nother level, even though he's short, he doesn't get as nearly as many passes batted. That doesn't seem like, so no, I, I think, uh, to me, eliminate problems at some point. And I, I think if the, the Browns are willing to give up a second rounder to just move off of his deal or give up, you know, a lot of draft compensation like that, I think teams would have already traded for Baker. I think to me, the reason is, is that they're worried about the money part of it. It's fine, but eat some of it, get a deal done. Uh, I think it would make sense. And I do want to see, I got to be honest with you, a Carolina Panthers quarterback battle that includes two of the top four, what, four picks in the 2008 draft. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, that's quite exciting for me. I don't know about you, two of the top three. Uh, I would be uh, excited to see that. One glitch in this entire thing. And well, like we just saw Jack Del Rio get fined basically because I think he probably pissed off some of the players with what he said. There's this perception around the league that players don't like Baker. Mm-hmm. And if he's not liked, especially if he's not liked uh, by certain, like like a guy like Juice Landry, if, 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 who's a player's player, you know what I'm saying? Odell. And Odell, do, does someone really players wanna, love Odell? And do someone does someone really want to bring in? You can bring in a lot of guys that aren't liked by people, like Richie Incognito, maybe or somebody like that. And I'm just guessing there's some people he probably rubbed the wrong way. It can't be a quarterback. It can't be a guy at that position. It can't be the the guy that touches the ball every single play on offense, who's an extension of the coach. It just can't be a guy like that uh, playing that position. So I wonder too. When teams all, always talk about distractions, is that gonna is that gonna fly and is that gonna jive? Um, it's just hard for me to find a real good team other than Carolina. And like I said, I think that there's some walls up there. If I'm Dave Tepper, I don't want. Uh, I think his name is Dave. Isn't it? Dave or mm-hmm. Jack? I, it, I, I, Dave. I, yeah, I wouldn't want any. I wouldn't want a dude that I don't even know who's gonna be coaching next year to do anything that's gonna cost me anything long term. No, I get that. And that's yep. that's the delicate balance, especially when you look at that division. Carolina set to be the, you know, fourth place team in the NFC South. Hey, I guess maybe Atlanta, I don't know. But it's it's close between those two. I, I kinda like some of what Atlanta's done. Um, but we can debate that on another day. That being said, Odell Beckham Jr. is out there. Guess what I can guarantee? That Odell Beckham Jr. And Baker Mayfield, not going to end up on the same team. But where will OBJ land? Will he return to the Rams where he was so happy for half a year? Will he land elsewhere? We'll discuss that next right here on Locked On NFL. And we'll discuss it after I eat this mud pie built bar. You might not be able to get it right now, but I'm telling you, they sent me a sample of built bar and it is so delicious. But this is what you have to do. Built Bar is always updating new things. So you make sure you go to at bar underscore built on Twitter or go to built.com and find out exactly what is new for Built Bar. But what is not new is the fact that the macros will be off the chain. They'll have a 100% chocolate. You can either get the protein infused marshmallow, which is the puff, or you can get the good old Built Bar, the regular Built Bar that's covered with 100% chocolate and it's so chewy and so gooey, but it doesn't mess your hands up because it's not all waxy and chalky. You're going to get a packed protein bar, about 17 grams of protein, usually around 150 calories and four to eight grams of sugar. So it's not crushing your diet. 
You need to go to built.com. Use the promo code LOCK15 right now and get 15% off your order. That's right. I'll say it again. Go to built.com. Use the promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. If you need a suggestion, I suggest the salted caramel, man, because that is my go-to. So make sure you use the LOCK15 promo code for 15% off at built.com. Odell Beckham Jr. is still a free agent and something that was written about earlier this week. And I know Mike Florio talked about it a little bit and I think he's right. And I'm not necessarily saying Mike is always right per se, but uh, with all the stuff in the rumblings about Odell Beckham Jr. and the Rams getting back together, shouldn't it have happened by now? And it, it almost feels like, I mean, you got the GM talking about it. You got that the Rams just expect Odell back. And I wonder if there's a team that swoops in and gets him anyway. Do you think he's going to go back to the Rams? And if not, give me a landing spot or two that you think makes sense for OBJ. Let me start with the Rams. It's one thing for you to bring me in when you're headed towards the Super Bowl and Robert Woods is on the team, but you guys welcome me in and Robert Woods is already under contract. It's another thing when I outplayed that contract, I pretty much, you wouldn't have gone to the Super Bowl without me for sure. And when I get there, I get hurt in the game. And now when I think that I'm supposed to get paid, you sign Allen Robinson to make him a real, real good deal and make him one of the highest paid wide receivers in the league to go with Cooper Cup. So now I'm number three and you're going to try to pay me like I'm number three when I probably think when I'm healthy, I'm better than Allen Robinson. That's 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 to me the major hang up. I think you can talk all day about wanting to be back and then wanting you back. If the money isn't right, he's not going to do it. So. When you factor in where will he go, uh, winning is important to him. I, I believe this uh, point in his career, touches is still important. I think he thinks he's pretty good. And also lifestyle. So he's not coming to Jacksonville. Jacksonville is just not – and don't laugh. I'm just – I'm just even if it's just based pure, purely on speculation. I like Jacksonville. I do too. I just... and, I, and I think that we're coming up. But I'm just telling you, a guy like that is going to sit here and the reason why you're laughing is, laugh. the, is, the, is the reason why a guy like that won't come here because he's oh just going to rule – he's going to rule it out. He's just going to say, I'm not going there. They ain't winning. It's going to take a while. <laughs> He, he ain't been to Jack's Beach. That's all I got to say. No, nah, he ain't been to Jack's Beach. Been downtown. He, he ain't come down here and hang with me. He come down here and hang with me. He might get suspended anyway. But <laughs> the thing is, is <laughs> I do think, though, there's a place that uh, has a similar oh. climate that's three uh, hours southwest of here. And that's on the Gulf in Tampa. It's just a different ocean. Oh. You know, Gulf of Mexico as opposed to the Atlantic Ocean. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I do believe that Tampa is a de- des- destination because he saw when AB went there how they were able to get AB the ball, and I do think uh, uh, Mike Evans is great. The other receiver is really good. Uh, Chris Godwin. Godwin. Chris Godwin is really good, but he's coming off of an injury. But mm-hmm. Odell's coming off of an injury too. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, to you go there, you're going to make a runner at the Super Bowl. Another destination is obviously Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a chance to go there last year, and he didn't. But now, if the Rams don't want to pay him, maybe there's a little chip on his shoulder, and he goes, I'll go somewhere where I think we can beat you. I also wouldn't rule out San Francisco. I would not. San Francisco would be interesting. Um, To me, ultimately, I think he ends up back with the Rams, but I think you brought up the point, the Allen Robinson point. They went out of their way to pay Allen Robinson. Right. Um, They – 
extended Cooper Cup, and and they should have. He knows that. But it's like, all right, well, damn, how do I fit into this? If you're paying Allen Robinson, I guarantee you Odell Beckham Jr. thinks he's better than Allen Robinson. I think yep. he says, look, man, Allen Robinson's dealt with quarterback issues, sure. Uh, did you see who I was catching passes from in Cleveland? Did you see who I was catching passes from at the end of the, my New York days? And so I think you brought up the one. If, if there was a team that could make an all-out run and figure out a way to woo Odell. And that's what the Rams did last year. They're like, we have all these weapons. Robert Woods is healthy. Healthy Cooper Cup is the best receiver in the league this year. And yet we still want you. And it worked, right? Van Jefferson at the time, you know, was, had made some plays. This Tampa Bay Bucks offense, they're going to get bring back Rob Gronkowski. I think that's going to happen. But you could sell him on, hey, come play with Tom Brady. We added Russell Gage, got Chris Godwin. We have Mike Evans. We'll add you, and we are going to just spray this ball all over the field. And you can play with Leonard Fournette, you know, the LSU connection there. I think that could make some sense. Um, the problem is his money. And, and does he – is this the part where he's like, man, I, I want to get paid? Because I, I just – I don't think it works yet. I think he's going to have to have another year like he did last year, Rams on, where he comes back midseason – and slowly gets better and better. And by the playoffs, I mean, man, he was great in that Super Bowl against the Bengals before he got injured. So he needs to have that kind of season. And if he does that and just avoids the injury at the end, I think he's going to get paid next offseason. So where can you go where you get the lifestyle, you get the targets, you get all of those things? There's only a couple of places. So you mentioned San Francisco. I think Los Angeles, Las Vegas. You sure they don't want another receiver? They just paid Hunter Renfro. I doubt they'll do it. I'm just – I hey the, the Buccaneers just paid Chris Godwin and Russell Gage. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. The Chargers could the Chargers find a way to continue to go all in? I think a healthy Odell Beckham Jr. This might be a take by the way is the best receiver on that team. I think he's better than Mike Williams and Keenan Allen when he's healthy. He's not healthy right now. Um, is that a take? I don't know. Maybe it is. I that think is a, that is, that's, is really good. That's a, that's a very hot take. Is me, it really? Yeah. Let me throw let me throw one in. It's Odell Beckham Jr. Let me throw one in. Jacksonville. No. How about a return to the New York oh, Giants? If, come on. If, come on. if by week eight the Giants are five and three under Brian Dayball, mm-hmm. how about a return? How about the, the prodigal son comes back home and he goes back to play for New York because Dave Gettleman's gone? How, how could that work? How could it work if he goes? How, how could it? Yeah, if he goes back to New York, if, or how if, would if, it? If yeah, if if the quarterback up there is playing okay, and mm-hmm. they didn't need a little bit of a deep threat, and Kadarius Tony's driving them crazy, could Odell go back home to New York? And uh, that's a very New York thing. Like you could get you could get Odell and Carmelo Anthony going back to New York at the same time. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there now. The Patriots, I was going to say maybe, but I, they could have had him last year and they didn't do it. So. You know, how about New yeah. York? How, how about go back I, to the Giants? Because they're the second best team in their own damn well city. I was going to say state, but that wouldn't be second. That wouldn't be true. You think the Jets are better than the Giants? The Jets are better than the Giants. Is that a take? Am I just full of so, takes right now? You really don't think man. Odell Beckham Jr. is better than Keenan Allen? Hey, did you look at Keenan Allen last year? I think he's lost a step. I think he's lost a step. I think in their primes, yeah, he's better, but I don't think it's by much. 
And the thing is, is you're not talking about a guy who's had a knee injury to the same injury that to the same knee he's had before. So if anyone was skeptical about Odell before, they're going to be skeptical about him now. And then you're asking the people that love Keenan to say that a guy who's injured is better than Keenan. He's going to get the cooking because he's at home. They just paid Mike Williams to be their number one, by the way. And when Mike Williams is on, Mike Williams is different. Oh, but he's, but he's, but he's, but he's Alshon Jeffrey different. Meaning he'll he'll. He, he, he's a guy with a catch radius and all of that stuff, but we ain't going to sit here and talk about him like he's Kelvin Benjamin. That's not – Mike Williams is better than that. And Mike Williams has also started to eat the route tree up a little bit more. So uh, He's not about, Mike Evans. No, 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 no. He, he, he's no, not Mike Evans. No, he's not, but he, he has some moments now. He he's has some Higgins. moments. You're going to say he's better than T. Higgins? You might be going – T. Higgins has not yet been as good as Mike Evans has been. At his, I mean, that's – Mike as, Williams? As, as Mike Williams has been at his best. At Mike Williams' best, Mike Williams can play. What are you watching? Clemson tape? Like, what are you, are you watching? No, but did, Mike Williams <laughs> Mike Williams can play, man. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Man. T- you T- come on. You come on. I like T. Higgins, man, but come on, man. Just slow down a little bit, James. He had 1,400 yards last year, T. Higgins did. In 18 Did games. he? 1,400. Wow. Okay. You include the playoffs. I said 1,418 games. He missed two regular season games, played four okay. postseason games. Just saying. All right. Just so just so you know, said. but just so you know, when Jamar Chase was dropping all those balls, I I was the one that said, hold your horses, he's still great. Didn't I? I'm just so you need by the way, I'm not turning so you need to trust me on some wide receivers. All I'm saying, no, I'm just using your own team to to show you that you need to be trusting me. Look, this is how you know the young young people do it. You need to be trusting me on these wide receivers all right i i stood by your boy when everybody wanted to to run him out of there and send him back to lsu and i told him he's great and he ended up being great and i'm telling you mike williams can play at least they think he can let me ask you one more team nfc north okay not the packers you thought i was going to say the packers What, what if the vikings what if the vikings there's no way odell would be willing to live in minnesota right i don't think so I've been. I used to hang in Minneapolis a little bit. It was fun There's some me. good stuff there. I'm just. I was 20, but, but I was 20 Odell. with a pocket full of money, so it was different for it, me. It, but it's Odell. Yeah, you were going to that Mall of America, just spending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, going somewhere else and spending too. But that's a whole other story. But you um, yeah, I, I don't know if he'd be excited for to catch balls from Kirk Cousins, and then he's got Justin Jefferson. He's got to share. He's got to. Share. And they're very, very close. They're closer. I believe him and Justin Jefferson are closer than him and um, Jamar. I really do. Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah they are. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm just – there's that LSU connection. I just want to throw it out there because right, that's right. another one. Um, but but ultimately, who the hell knows about Dell, right? Baltimore. It, Baltimore, if a team is winning, even though Greg, Greg – what's Greg Roman has been getting crushed by former players. Yeah. It depends on – Odell has this luxury. He can sit and watch for about five or six weeks. You think he's, he's going to do that? You think he's going to? I would. If I was him, I'd sit. I'd sit and wait unless somebody throws. If the money's going to all be relative anyway, and I'm probably going to be playing for a little bit more. I think right now, coming off injury, he's playing for not very much. I think if he waits and cherry picks a situation for a team that's a contender, but they're missing that one guy. I think he could then turn that into – he could probably sit out six games and still get the same amount of money that he would if he signed with somebody before camp. I'd sit and wait. By the way, why would Jacksonville, going back 10 minutes ago, why would Jacksonville be interested when they already got Christian Kirk? Because and with you, that 
And with that, I'm because you have Trevor joke. Lawrence, because you have Trevor Lawrence, man, and, that was a joke. That yeah, was a joke. It. Don't don't, don't answer that one. Come I on. I like Christian Kirk though. I like you Christian like Mike Kirk. Williams too. You think Mike Williams is a man? Yeah. You know what? If Tony was, if Mike Williams got traded to the Cowboys, mm. it would just be. I might lose my mind, right? <laughs> you I might, just, and I, I I'm losing lose mine my mind right now. Yeah. Me too, man. But don't don't lose your mind, James, man. Let's remind them to watch this podcast and find this podcast wherever you get your podcast. I said podcast three times in five seconds. But the Locked On NFL podcast, this is not – we ain't here just Wednesdays, and we're not just your first listen on Wednesdays. It could be your first listen every single day, Monday through Friday. We have other great hosts from around the Locked On Podcast Network and Locked On NFL that can give you – all maybe not as funny but maybe not as good looking but they can still give you some of the stuff that james and i do every day great content monday through friday make sure you subscribe and like and follow the youtube page as well jamie thinks time to go we can argue more offline how about that sounds good to you all right y'all take care of each other man and do what we always do it's tony wiggins with locked on nfl for james repeating tony wiggins we'll see you next week